Welcome to the Atlanta Foodcast. Stories from the people who are making Atlanta the greatest city for eaters. I'm your host, Ben Getz. So imagine that you grew up in Mumbai or Delhi and your family moves to Atlanta. It's a big enough story already, but imagine that the foods that you grew up with are within reach from a few grocery stores here in town. You know, like your favorite fruits and vegetables and spices and even snacks and desserts. But then you find out that these stores are like 45 minutes from your house on a good day. But that's why Manav and Sajal created Subzuwala. It's an online grocery delivery service specifically serving the Indian grocery stores and markets that we have here in the city, and soon to be a lot more of the Southeast. And these guys have incredible individual stories, and the story of how they founded Subzuwala is just awesome. So we sat down at the shed at Pont City so I could hear their story. Here they are. I know a lot about what you guys have created, but I know hardly anything about you guys. Um, I, I very strategically try to, to research as much as I can, but in this case, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to wing it. You know, I feel like we've, <laughs> we've emailed back and forth enough to where I have enough background on you guys, but, yeah. um, but I want to hear a little bit more of your guys' stories individually. So, okay. Sajal, we're going to start with you. So, yep. I want you to tell me who cooked for you growing up and what kind of cook was he or she? So growing up, uh, it was my mom uh, who did most of the cooking. Uh, I grew up with my great-grandparents, so a lot of recipes that my mom cooked uh, were passed down by my great-grandmother, and there are generational recipes, and uh, mostly vegetarians. Uh, yeah, it was a vegetarian household. Uh, you know, day-to-day cooking was lentil soups, uh, you know, your vegetables, great emphasis on leafy greens, be it, you know, long uh, squash, uh, be it, um, uh, you know, spinach, all those things had to be part of the, you know, healthier lifestyle, which I hated, but <laughs> you got you to gotta eat them. Uh, and, and, you know, everything will be uh, clubbed with fresh cut salad, uh, there was bread, uh, f- uh, home, homemade fresh bread as well. On top of it, it'll always have uh, a coriander and mint-based chutney. And, and those were amazing. It's just, you know, get so much flavor out of it. I remember, you know, walking in uh, from school and uh, you can get from the kitchen that aroma of, uh, you know, freshly mint uh, chutney. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it's just amazing. For sure. Um, yeah. So so it's, it was exciting. And, and you know, growing up, uh, my great-grandfather, we had a, a, a kitchen garden as well. Mm-hmm. So So his emphasis was really on eating fresh. And you know he'll cook, uh, you know herbs. He'll have uh, their uh, grow uh, fresh vegetables. It was really exciting, and that's something you know had stayed with me. Eating fresh and the fresh vegetable and cooking with them, yeah. the flavor it unlocks is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Uh, New Delhi, uh, India. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, born and raised there. Uh, did my engineering, worked there in supply chain, uh, then came here for my masters. Wow. Yeah. And growing up, what kind of eater were you? Were you like eat everything, or was it more reluctant, like? Because like everything that you described, I feel like that's how my we're vegetarians in my household. So right. that's how we eat pretty much every day. So when you're like leafy greens, I'm like, I'm like getting excited, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I look forward to like every time that we cook up kale or like I've got spinach and my kids, you know, they uh, they look back over the table and they're like, I'm gonna get back at that, you one day, Dad. That's but, exactly uh, that's exactly how I felt. You know? <laughs> I would yeah. not I would not eat it. Uh, and you know, obviously, my mom will fix me something real quick, like a rice dish and something like that. And I get a little bit of pampered. I was a younger uh, kid within siblings. Uh, my my brother, he has to deal with a lot of things, man. And he he, he basically you know fought the battles, right. and I just you know ride through them. So it was really easy. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I mean it was it was challenge. Uh, but now now I eat everything. 
yeah. you know, in, and get the flavor out of it as well. Exactly. Just growing up, you don't want to. You're just that rebel, right? I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna eat this green. What is this? Yeah. What was it's like, healthy for me? Not gonna eat it. Yeah. Healthy doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's like how how much of this do I have to endure before I can get to my favorite <laughs> junk foods? Exactly. Right. So what what was like your go-to like junk food? Oh, when you were so a kid? so you know there are two things. So one was uh, called chole bature. Uh, so it's basically uh, a deep-fried uh, puffed uh, tortilla with uh, spicy chickpea sauce or chickpea you know dish and and, and those were the street food uh, you know favorite oh, man. growing up delhi again is a is a capital for street food right, uh, right. you know you get a lot of uh, what we call is comfort food is chaat right uh, i used to love eating those uh, you know again yeah, fried tortillas with yogurt sauce with you know tamarind based sauce and yep. mint and you mix it with chickpeas there's a lot of flavors uh, there uh, you know used to what was was my go to and one thing I really miss uh, from India is a sweet dish uh, which was um, uh, called Besan Laddu. And that was my great-grandmother's recipe. And it's basically gram flour based with, uh, you know, cooked over, slow cooked over a few hours. And uh, you mix it with, uh, you know, uh, your Indian um, butter, which is ghee. Yes. And, and a lot of sugar. And, <laughs> oh man, I should love that. That's yeah. something hard to find. Though, you know, Indian uh, cuisine is getting a lot of famous in U.S., still can't find that flavor. Yeah. It's like something with the home-cooked meal you can not yeah. find. Right, so yeah. <laughs> I, I think ghee is, ghee is amazing because it unlocks the potential of butter where it's like, yeah. now it's not going to burn so easily, and now we can really poach things how we want them <laughs> to be, or yeah. we can fry them exactly. to perfection. Ghee is amazing. Yeah. Ghee, ghee unlocks every, every corner of potential <laughs> that, like, the solids in butter, like, we're getting really like specific here and we don't normally do this on on the podcast but (laughs) i agree with you ghee is incredible and when you add sugar to ghee it's like forget about it oh yeah it's amazing amazing. yeah yeah Yeah. i always have ghee like right next to the stove cook with it a lot so but i usually make it myself which is uh you know either it's either really cool or really stupid i don't know so if you make it yourself i don't know but super easy so but that's cool man well I'm, i'm glad to i'm glad to see that you're on the on the better side of eating healthy and, you know, but, uh, you know, I that's try. What, that's what happens yeah. when yeah. we get old. Exactly. That's just what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have, you have no control. over. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Manav, same question to you, man. Tell yeah. me who cooked for you growing up and what kind of cook were they? Well, I think it's uh, pretty similar to most Indian kids. It's our, you know, mom. My mom was the cook and I was a very picky eater. Uh, so I was, I would really only eat what she made. Uh, even when we went over family friend's house and stuff like that, they would, you know, I just didn't like the flavor of anything else. And of course she loved it because, you know, I would only like her food. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had a dish every Monday would be a like designated India night, you know, uh, it would be, you know, uh, uh, you know, multi, you know, like rice with, uh, you know, lentil soup, like vegetables and, you know, curried vegetables and, uh, like basically a tortilla roti. And uh, and that was every Monday night. And I, as a kid, I really did never look forward to it. And now I I miss it. Um, I you know I going back. You know she always makes that the first. You know whenever we visit, um, she makes that the first night. And it's just like, you know, it's that nos- that nostalgia that those flavors you, you're not gonna get anywhere else. Um, and uh, yeah, that w- that was really it. I think for me it was it was always her. And she has a few dishes. Um, and we and we're Gujarati, so there's like a uh, few, few Gujarati dishes that she she made specifically um, that I just uh, I long for now. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear that there's another. Uh, there was another picky eater at the table, so yeah. I was a very picky eater yeah. as well. 
Um, I was a I was a bit of a nightmare. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Just seeked the things that I knew were not going to bring me harm. You know, because right. that's all that you have as a kid. You're yeah. like, I have an innate fear of this, yeah. and I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's for a good reason. Don't make me eat it. Yeah. And then if you have to, it's like warfare. You know? I was the same yeah. way. Oh, and even you? when I went over family friends' houses, they would uh, they would literally had just have mango syrup and like uh, bread because that's literally all I would eat because I want that's home base though that's man. Like, that's like I'm I'm like I'm this just gonna <laughs> dance in this <laughs> circle like yeah. just everybody that's literally what yeah, all I would eat stay out of yeah. my way I don't trust you <laughs> thank you very much you know I was very much the same way man yeah it's tough and that's tough yeah yeah and then my I mean my junk food was the little Debbie snack cakes I just have I you had one in your adult life though not fairly recently. I, uh, I can't remember the last time I did. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it as much. You probably now. won't. But yeah, probably. I I remember the two things that I remember the most were like the uh, what are they called? I think they're literally called zebra cakes. Those it's are like the, yeah, it's like the yeah. white chocolate with like the yep. you know the lines drizzled across. And <laughs> I remember those being a thing where we would just. I mean, they're about the size of a hockey puck. But yeah. I remember eating them in one bite. Oh, I would go <laughs> through. I mean, the yeah. boxes like literally. I would yeah. love it. Um, Star and Crunch was my uh, okay. My uh, that was like Rice Krispie chocolate. And yes. chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> like that was pull. That would pull those fillings out of your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing that had like the highest trade value in elementary school was like I think it was just like a fudge brownie, but it was like split into yeah, two. Yeah, with the nuts on top. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then there was, but then they the Swiss they, cake rolls too. Yes. Oh, uh, may, yeah, no, no Swiss, uh, Swiss, Swiss cake, cake rolls. I think yeah. is the trump card for all <laughs> little Debbies. Like it's like you know what you want to give the me full house of the uh, yeah <laughs> oh big time. It's like I'll give you my Swiss cake rolls, but you're gonna have to give me all of your lunch yes all of exactly. it like all of it yeah <laughs> and then maybe actually pay me some money on top of that because literally you want, yeah. yeah i have to tell my parents about this you know yeah. like it's a big deal yeah um <laughs> it's my favorite question to ask people yeah. I, I love to know what it was like you know growing up in your household how you were eating yeah um and uh you know just especially to see you know like where you started and then like how you i mean how we grow up is just fascinating yeah. and then you start to love things that are more you know, bitter and quite frankly, terrifying to yeah. a young person. So, um, but I think we're all doing pretty good. So, yeah. um, but tell me before we start talking about Subzawala, like tell me how you guys met. So, cause we're obviously fast forwarding quite yeah. a bit from like when you're eating junk food as a kid <laughs> oh, yeah. in New Delhi, but you know, like how did, how did you guys come to meet and yeah. when and where did that happen? Do you want to start? Uh, sure. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> you know, we moved here around the same time, but basically like three to six months apart. And, uh, you know, I originally, I come from a hospitality background, so I've been in hotels for 15 years before this. Um, and, you know, uh, doing boutique ho- lifestyle hospitality, coming here, there wasn't really a market for that. Um, so looking, you know, I was consulting with startups and helping them, you know, with their customer experience, branding, uh, marketing, those kind of things. And I, you know, I was at a networking event and uh, and we had, we we went for the last beer to, because uh, it wasn't really a great networking event. So um, <laughs> we, we were like, okay, let's get the, That's let's we get the something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's get the, uh, let's get the, you know, la- let's get something out of it before we head out. Sure. And yeah, we met, uh, we met um, over that last beer and then we became fast friends. And, uh, um, you know, just after a conversation, um, you know, one night we were with our wives and we were having dessert and we started talking about onions because I don't know how much you know about Indian cuisine, but onions are a big part of it. Yes. Um, even when you cook with it, it's a condiment, really. It's just yep. I eat them raw. I love them. And we just agreed to disagree on what kind of 
onions I like. Like I like uh, yellow onions. That's my preference. And, and team red all the way. <laughs> team red. See, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna split the difference like right between both of you. If yeah. someone you know said either cook with or use this as a garnish, whichever onion, yeah. Vidalia, like red onion. I, I really like them all because like they because I'm gonna pickle a red onion, oh, but I'm gonna yeah. eat a yellow onion raw. That's but true. if it had to be switched, like they both are great because then like your yellow onion, beautiful saute, yeah. but. Red onion, also really, really great raw, like on, I mean, especially, you know, on top of something, you know, where stewing vegetables, like that's just, that's like the X factor, you know, it's just enough like bite and acidity. So, but that's a really, if you guys are out in public having this conversation, that's great. You know, (laughs) like, great. Oh, what are you guys talking about? Uh, Believe it or not. Onions. Onions, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. So cool. See you guys later. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. We just we love them. I I, I love onions. Um, and uh, and you know the conversation moved from onions to really the cost of onions because at a Indian grocery store they're significantly cheaper than a traditional grocery store, and we wondered why. You know why? And then you know why is most veg- why are most vegetables cheaper at the other you know Indian grocery stores and then we got into talking about you know why is it so difficult to get Indian groceries like we don't want to we you know I was in Alpharetta at the time I moved there when we first moved here and it's just it's really you know driving to the store we just didn't want to do it it was just inconvenient so I think you know we moved on from that to how can we get this and it was just purely convenience for us at first you know it's like how do we get this um to our house you know what do we do to do that um and you know that that's actually that's a great question because you know like i mean especially navigating something that's relatively difficult talking about indian grocery for for someone like me i i've actually spent a considerable amount of time shopping at patel brothers over in decatur i love it i mean honestly but every time that my parents are here uh both my parents are are chefs so like whenever we get a chance to go to your cab or buford and especially something like patel like it's just, you know, we come back with a lot of different things, you know, that we've either, you know, something's inspired us and we want to try, you know, making it in my kitchen or whatever. But um, Patel Brothers is, uh, it reminds me of a lot of like the, the smaller, like Asian groceries or even like a little, you know, like um, I grew up in Florida. So there was always like okay. a little tienda like yeah, on the corner, yeah. but right. there was just things that you could not get at the grocery store because it quite literally was just impossible to procure or yeah. no, no one had the, the, the level of knowledge or interest to do it. Yeah. So um, but when we talk about like Indian grocery, like just give me, give everybody like the brief synopsis of what that mm-hmm. kind of looks like here in Atlanta. Cause I mean, for, for most people, the only one they might know is actually, you know, a single location, but what does that actually yeah. look like? Like what is, what is kind of the landscape? Uh, so that's basically it. Um, we, you know, there is a Patel brothers, uh, there's a store called cherry which is close by too. Those are the really big box stores. And right. then you have smaller format, you know, 4,000, 5,000 around their square foot stores that are scattered around. Um, but you know, you, you're only going to get the selection, um, and the prices really at the big, you know, the big store that Patel brothers, the, right. the issue there is, you know, the consumer, is now forced to drive and with Atlanta traffic um, you know with their busy lifestyles a lot of our shoppers are you know either new parents or you know a fairly young parents they both work um, you know you don't have time to go during the week you sure. know you're you're busy you know and then you're also taking your kids to whatever extracurricular activities um, right. you're you know they want to go to so 
you know, you don't have the time during the week. So then now you're forced to go on the weekend. So then now you have to, you know, drive, you, you know, we, a lot of our customers are in Marietta, you know, so that's at least a half an hour, 45 yeah. minutes. So you have that trip. The traffic's and then, even worse on the weekends. Exactly. Somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's always bad. Uh, no matter which way you go to north, south, yeah. east, west. Yeah. One uh, of my favorite Instagram accounts uh, is... Um, well, a lot of people are posting this one, but uh, most recently the guys from um, Atlanta Meme, and uh, everybody says this, but uh, that Atlanta's an hour away from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't really understand that unless you live here. People exactly. are like, oh, that's just kind of a funny thing. Like, yeah, yeah it's pretty funny, except that it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Anywhere you want to go to. I mean, it's literally... Um I mean, we all know. We all know what difficult it is just getting around, right? Yeah. And now you're like, this is a necessity. This is you need this stuff. You you want these ingredients, so you're gonna have to make that trip. And then everybody makes that trip, so yeah. it's just you know it's time consuming. You're spending the whole day there, and then you know dragging the kids, dragging the family, um, and a lot of people live with their parents too. So then you you literally you're six deep <laughs> in the grocery store trying to get around, and yeah, it's just not a it's not the most convenient way to get the ingredients that you should be it should be easier to get um right. and that's really where kind of we come in gotcha you know? yeah yeah so hey guys quick break right here so as you're listening to this episode of the podcast go ahead and open up safari on your phone go ahead i'll give you just one quick second but i want you to go to subzawala.com that's s-u-b-z-i w-a-l-l-a dot com and sign up for an account. I want you guys to try shopping with Subzuwala. It's really awesome. You can go to the starter section or maybe you would like to try making masala at home or maybe you just want to order a few pints of ice cream from our friends at Ice Cream Walla. But you get 25% off of your first order with code ATLFOODCAST at checkout. Happy shopping, everybody. So there's the issue. And then like most great stories of solving a problem, yeah. enter Subzawala. So, yeah. and I guess bef before we get any further into that, break down the name, because I, I know enough of the background <laughs> of how this is formed, but I want to uh, hear it from you guys. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so Subzawala, uh, if you, you know, uh, break it down into Hindi's two words, Subzi means vegetables, Wala means a guy. So, so basically in India, uh, you know, we, the peddlers will go to farmer's market early in the morning buy all the fresh vegetables and then go door to door saying Sabziwala is here. So the stay home moms can go out, buy their fresh ingredient and cook that day. So again, emphasis on freshness, but that's where the name Sabziwala comes. So it's like a vegetable seller or yeah. a grocery seller, right? right. And that's how it, you know, it resonates really well with our audience and diaspora. Uh, and you know, just the moment you say it's Abziwala, it's conveyed. You know, they know what it is. They don't have to need any taglines. Yeah, There's no cool. need exactly. to explain the name. Right. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And you know, and that's what we loved about uh, the name, and and that's why we wanted to keep it. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's it's cool too. So I was I was introducing someone to um, to Subziwala. It's like you know, hey, this is you know, it's it's really honestly, this was actually. Um, mostly in how people could get ice cream walla. So yeah. like our, yeah. our buddies uh, at, at, at ice cream walla, you know, like if you can't make it over to Boti and Pond City Market or, you know, make it out to Patel Brothers yeah. and like this is probably the easiest thing that I could push your way and they're like what is like there's like two or three other businesses that i know with walla in the names yeah. like it's like yeah it's yeah. it's actually really cool it's like there's actually a lot more practicality than just like sounding like a cool name but it <laughs> happens to yeah. do both in in one fell swoop yeah. which is it's awesome right. so right. um yeah. So, so therein lies the issue. Here lies the actual action of what you guys are introducing. 
talk to me about what Subzuwala is doing today. You know, like how did you guys actually get to, to getting Indian grocery delivery uh, done? So, so yeah, uh, you know, like Manav explained the problem and, you know, figuring out uh, what our next challenge was to figure out the logistics and figure out how we can make it a more uh, easy and convenient uh, experience for our customer. Uh, what we end up doing, we, we figured out the uh, back end of the supply chain. So we are not uh, like a, uh, you know, we are an online grocery store. So we're not Instacart. We're not working with stores. We have our own warehousing. So if you think of us as oh, a direct, wow. yes, yeah, think of us as a dock store. So everything is online. We have our own fulfillment. We work with the distributors, uh, you know, suppliers, people who are importing from India right. uh, and, uh, uh, and nascent brands like, uh, you know, Ice Cream Wala. Chai Box, uh, you know, those those brands as well that we, we, are, we are carrying. Chai Box, we're going to be launching soon, the partnership. Uh, and, 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 you know, what we do is we do next day delivery through FedEx. Uh, you know, you order today uh, by 8 p.m. You're guaranteed to get the delivery tomorrow by 8 p.m. Wow. And, and the, the other thing that we do is we use temperature control bags. So most of the problem that we saw in grocery delivery side of it is you have to still be in the window of 2R, be you know stuck at home because they'll give you a time time window, right. and if it's perishable, you have to be home and they'll come in you know normal grocery bag. Yes, it's getting thawed and everything. What we do is we use temperature control bags, and they can hold up to eight hours uh, of uh, produce and ice creams, ice cream wala ice creams. Shout out to them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, frozen breads, everything, and holds up, up to eight hours. So now you are at work, you come back around six, seven p.m. Uh, FedEx will leave it the bag in front in your concierge building and outside your porch and you come in you take the bag you, everything is ready uh, you know you put it in the freezer it holds up uh, on top of it what we realize is the sustainability part of it we really want it to be environmental friendly so we go back and reuse all the packaging we collect it from them so you don't wow. have to deal with those packaging discarding them all that uh, fun stuff so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's something yeah. you know uh, tied up into our operation and that's just like a seamless experience where you don't have once you are getting a delivery you don't have to wait for the delivery it should be seamless and that's what we try yeah. to you wow know, man so you're you're on your website so you're grocery shopping on your website yeah. and then you order and then it's there within the next day so how i guess split this into two split this into two parts for me so let's say that you have the person who's looking for very specific ingredients yeah. and they don't want to have to take the trip all the way to decatur or wherever yeah. to have to procure these ingredients or their yeah. groceries so yeah. they're doing all of their grocery shopping with you guys or it's the person who has an interest yeah. in cooking specific you know regional indian cuisine you know they want to try making pani puri themselves yeah. you know like yeah. which i've never done but i've always wanted to um and it's easier to say like well i'm going to do that on saturday so i'll, yeah. I'll order delivery like how do you guys see most people are actually using subzuwala yeah. like how are people taking advantage of it so right now our our target our core consumer are um indians or other south asians that understand the ingredients that you know uh value the the convenience of getting the the items that they know delivered to their home uh right now you know uh, next month we're going to be launching a blog um and we already have uh we're working with one of our um customers actually that uh is a nutritionist and dietitian she's going to be doing healthy recipes and we're also working with uh another um uh you know another um chef to do recipes as well to really give people that 
like you said, you know, people outside of the target yeah. consumer an idea of what they can do with these ingredients. And it's vice versa, too, because, you know, Indians overall, they just cook Indian food with these ingredients. But there are other things you can do with these. And you know, I took a, a pasta making class and literally all the ingredients we had on the site, cornmeal for the pasta, Roma tomatoes for the sauce, all that stuff. So you really you can do more with these ingredients and just that so it's also providing that to our core market too like hey you're buying this from us but you know you can use this to make other stuff so it's really educating and i think that's the next step for us is really yeah uh you know educating people getting people outside of you know just indians to to you know find what they are looking for or find a way to cook um, yeah. Indian Indian food. Yeah. Um, and, and tell me you guys your thoughts on this because you know I've, I've lived in Atlanta now for uh, six or seven years and one of the first places that I was introduced to very early on was Chaipani Indicator yeah. oh. and um, and I love those guys like yeah. they're yep. I'm, I'm very like very lucky to call them friends of mine and they they have done things for me and my family and many other friends and the rest of my extended family to introduce us to a side of Indian cuisine that we truly did not understand yeah. to be Indian cuisine. And I think for the most part, and I'm, I mean this in a way that it's, um, it's, it's really just, a, there, there's an odd education barrier of what right. is Indian cuisine yeah, is not, it, it's very similar to what is Southern cuisine. Yeah. Southern cuisine very much makes it to the end of the funnel and people understand it to be like three things. It's typically something that's very indulgent, fried, and yep. just incredibly indicative of yeah. comfort food because it's just heavy or it's cooked yeah. with lots of butter everything right. is made with a roux <laughs> yeah, exactly you know but it's so like when, when you move to georgia you yeah. move to a very verdant state and a yeah. lot of that has to do with agriculture but you know i think with indian cuisine it's so much more than what yeah. people understand is like this very monosyllabic definition of curry the chicken you know? tikka masala, right, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. not even Indian. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like general sauce chicken. It's exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So far from from and what like yeah. so I most think know. I think what Chaipani has really done is uh, put the street food and authenticity yeah. of the street food mm-hmm. uh, on that bigger picture yeah. and did justice to how uh, you know it should be treated. So they didn't they didn't go into fusion. They kept the flavors. They kept very authentic. Uh, you know, in, so I was in New York City for 12 years before moving to Atlanta, and even New York City, you can't find those flavors. Uh, and you know, yeah. our friends visit before we take them to Coca-Cola, we take them to Chaipani. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 a fact. <laughs> and and you know, it's it's Isn't it great though. It it's is flavorful. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the flavors are all the time you go. And you know, uh, there's a friend of mine who is from Bombay. He came in. Uh, he lives in Florida now. He came in and he. I took him there. He has SD, SPDP. And yeah, I, I see. I saw a tear coming out of his eyes because it's just so yeah. resonating to the you know same style he get it at home. Yeah. So it's just fascinating how they have able to pass on that culture and the experience. Sorry, you. Yeah. No, no. I think the um, I think that's true. I think that no matter who you are and what, uh, what's the unique thing they've done is made authentic Indian food universal. So mm-hmm. it's not like. It doesn't matter who you are or what kind of cuisine you're interested in. Even if you're not really into Indian cuisine, you're going to find something you like there. Yeah. And it's all authentic. Um, right. And that's what's yeah. really impressive. And that's really, uh, you know, our goal with Subsiwala moving forward is really to bridge that gap, not only with, you know, uh, 
um, you know, people outside of the Indian community to learn about Indian food, but even within the community. Whereas, you know, like I said, I'm Gujarati, right? So I know a certain cuisine from growing up. And Sajal, you know, he's from North India, from Delhi. So he knew a certain cuisine growing up. I didn't know that. So how do I learn about different regions in India? And how do I learn how to cook that? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you mentioned barbecue here. Barbecue in the South is completely different. So, you right. know, how do you learn about North Carolina barbecue in Georgia? You know, all that, you know, there's it's so much nuance that people don't understand um and that's the same thing with indian cuisine and we really have a uh responsibility um but also we have an opportunity to to present you know even indians with a different form of cuisine i think south indian cuisine also is very um is very unique the ingredients they use are very unique and we just don't know about it because it's not really prevalent yeah um you know dosas italy i don't know if you've ever had uh, yes. That yeah, so yeah, that's, amazing. that's very South Indian, but you don't really get that in many restaurants, um, right. or you don't really you know you see that on recipes. If you look up you know Indian recipes online, that's really going to be very far down the list because it's just not prevalent, you know. Yeah. I'll I'll give you a, a story, uh, and, and it's a true story from a customer. Um, what we did uh, last summer and summer before, it's been almost two years been operational. Uh, there's, a, there's a variety of mango called Alfonso mango that we got from India, uh, directly shipped. So, so again, mango doesn't travel well. So you really, you know, once you pluck, you really have to consume it within 15, 15 days. So it's a challenge, lots right. of challenge. Right. So it has to be air, 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 you know, airlifted from India. Uh, there are only three regions in India that, that mango grows. So we have customers who bought from us uh, and, and they literally have a testimony of it. They're eating that flavor after 10 years. They never get that. It's wow. so hard to get those uh, mangoes here. Wow. Yeah. E- even Patel Brother gets it, but again, the quantity is so less, right? So it's really hard for you to get the right time, right moment. Most of the time, get sold out. So that's something we were able to do. And again, that's the idea, right? Getting those uh, flavors, getting the nostalgic uh, memories back here, working that you know back-end supply chain, bringing yeah. those fruits, unique fruits, uh, to to U.S. and to the customer's home. Yeah. So it's fascinating. It's, yeah. it's, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, you know, if you feel you're contributing something, you're connecting people into their memories, so you become part of it. So it's definitely and exciting. Yeah. And that's really one of the joys of what we're doing. And one of the reasons we started this, too, is because when we talk to people, you know, when we first got started, even before we started the operation, we literally surveyed um, over a thousand people in the Atlanta area. Um, and 70% of people said they wanted grocery delivery, but more than, more than just the the fact that people wanted it, we learned how much of a problem it was. You know, you have uh, like single parents, parents with special needs kids, uh, students that don't drive, so they're taking Ubers and groups going to the store. You know, so it's like, you know, how can we, you know, really provide them with something that, you know, you shouldn't have to. It shouldn't have to be a hassle to really go to. Um, get the food that reminds you of home, you right. know, and I think about, you know, uh, people who don't maybe know uh, Indian cuisine or, um, you know, haven't cooked it at home. You, know, you think about something as simple as a lot of, you know, especially in the South, like macaroni and cheese. Right. That's a very much like your your family makes or your mom makes a specific type. They use a specific type of cheese or they bake it a certain way, whether it's baked or not, right. breaded or not. You know, this, you know, uh, different types and it's very close to home. And I think that. Imagine it took you three hours on a weekend to get those ingredients. Yeah. That's, it's, you know, uh, to us, I think we wanted to make sure that, you know, all of these parents yeah. that, you know, new parents, they want to pass this on to their 
kids and yeah. even my biggest connection with the culture is through the food mm-hmm. so you know i can't imagine my you know my mom who went back to school when she was uh you know i was about nine she went back to school and she was still taking care of the household yeah so she was going to the store studying and you know she had me and my younger brother so it's mm-hmm. like you know how can we alleviate that for the new moms out there yeah 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 and i love that you guys are you guys are solving the problem by not instilling the idea of just critical mass. You know, it's not about yeah. creating more tertiary. It's really about it's, it's about shortening that gap and really utilizing in the way that people are essentially living their lives or at least trying to. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's presenting it on a on a scale that I think a lot of people can understand for how their lives truly function. Yeah. You know, like the busy mm-hmm. mom or a man. If it, you know, if you have kids and you're also taking care of your home and you're preparing a meal, I mean, like. Watching, you know, the days that, you know, my my wife has to do all of that by herself because I'm out of town or something. I mean, dude, it's just it takes up. Yeah. I mean, there goes like 40 percent of your day yeah. and like it's just gone. And it's just yep. like it's just maintenance, you yeah. know, and going to the grocery store is a pain in the ass. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you guys are doing the right Thank thing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subzuwala. Going to the grocery store is a pain in the ass. That's our new so. tagline. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, gosh, guys, tell me what's next. Like, what do you what do you guys have coming up? Like, what's going on with with Subzuwala? Like what's happening in the near future? Sure. Um, yeah, I'll start. The, I think moving forward, like I said, we're launching a blog. We want to be more of a resource to people, whether it be in the community or outside the community. Um, we're partnering with, uh, you know, different brands. Um, you know, Ice Cream Wall is one of them. Chai Box is one. We also did a pop-up with uh, Pearl Ready, who's actually a, um, uh, she does a, a po- you know, pop-up restaurant called Dosi Dosa, and that's South Indian. Uh, I love the name. Yeah, that's it's awesome. great. Um, and amazing food. But she did a, um, she does pop-ups. Um, uh, you know, a few throughout the year, uh, where it's more uh, again her her mother's uh, ingredients uh, or recipes, and uh, it's South Indian, so nice. it's, again you, those flavors you don't really get. Um, and uh, you know, partnering with chefs too. We just partnered with uh, Bojanic to do uh, fresh frozen meals. I so love it's, her. I love, well, I love her yeah. food. She doesn't know that I love her, but I love yeah. her food <laughs> a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, and and I mean, we do too. And we, you know, it's been a long time in the making, um, and we. You know, it's all, again, homestyle recipes that are, are cooked fresh, frozen. So, you know, again, for all of us busy people out there, you can just kind of warm it up or simmer sauces that you can just add your protein to. And it's all her flavors, so you don't really, awesome. the work is taking out of it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, really just getting, you know, not only getting our word out there, we're getting, you know, kind of elevating the, the cuisine and the culture any way we can. It's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. And, uh, and now, you know, like next steps are expanding. Uh, like we, obviously it makes sense to talk about Atlanta, it's Atlanta Foodcast. Right. But there's a periphery of the cities uh, who come to Atlanta to do their Indian groceries. Yeah. The people from Birmingham, Alabama drive to ours once a month to find their, you know, uh, yeah. fresh <laughs> ingredients here. Yeah. That's far reach, but we have, that's the idea to expand there. We we just opened Athens, Georgia. UGA has a huge Indian, uh, you know, that's uh, awesome. student population, yeah. and they drive 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic, just to come to Decatur to right. do their groceries. So we started delivering there that's last awesome. month, mm-hmm. uh, and the idea is to start expanding. Uh, you know, more have satellite expansion into Northeast as well, and and be a national player. Uh, all, all over, you know, U.S. So, that's awesome, you know, guys. It's that's exciting. So cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I just, I, you know, it, it's so cool seeing, you know, so many, so many brands from people that I know who, you know, I've had, you know, Monica on the show from yeah. Chai Box, and then Reza and Rihan from yeah. Ice Cream Walla, and like, it's, it's such an amazing culture, cuisine, and especially just how many people's familial stories make it into how they like to eat, um, and it, it's just. 
it's so wonderful yeah. to, to see that there's so much opportunity yeah. to experience. I mean, uh, the world over, so many different cuisines here in Atlanta, but I think there's something really special about how you can experience like India here yeah. in the city in, in a <laughs> lot of different ways, like a lot of different, you know, dialects and right, ways of yeah. cooking and, and people's, you know, way that they grew up and how yeah. they know a dish is different from, you know, their neighbor. It's, um, it's just a beautiful thing. And I think the, what you guys are doing is just so awesome. And thanks for sharing your story. Of course. Um, so just quickly on those brands. So I think, um, one thing we want to do moving forward also is, you know, we're working with these smaller brands. We have an opportunity to really be a platform for these smaller brands that don't, they won't be able to get into the store. You know, you have the chai box. I mean, Ice Cream Wallas and Patel Brothers in the smaller stores, but yeah. we can really, um, there are a lot of uh, unique, um, interesting uh, companies. There's one out of LA that does uh, vegan Indian flavored candies uh, called Namba Candies. Um, you know, we're talking to them to, you know, start uh, shipping their, their stuff out as well. So nice. there's different, there's smaller brands everywhere, especially in the kind of culinary uh, or in Indian cuisine that that we can really prop up and give them their their space online. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool guys Well yeah. again, thanks for uh, you know finally taking a chance to uh, Meet up with me and <laughs> do this episode. I think it's been a long time coming, but again, I, I love your story I think what you guys are doing is so cool and uh, I can't wait to do more shopping online with <laughs> with you guys awesome. So awesome, yeah. but yeah, thanks guys. Sure. Thank, Thank you. you Many thanks to Manav and Sajal for joining me for this episode. And remember, if you want to give Subzuwala a try, which I'd highly recommend, head to their website, which is subzuwala.com, and use code ATLFOODCAST for 25% off your first order. This podcast is recorded all over our beautiful city and edited over on the east side of town by me, your host. Hello again. Our design is headed up by JJ Getz. And if you like what you hear, you can support the show right now on Patreon for just $5 a month. I'm your host, Ben Getz, and you've been listening to the Atlanta Foodcast. Stay hungry. <laughs>